Well, we got Ma and Pa here. We got all the kids. Fireplace is burning. Let's have a talk with just us. Let's have a family talk. All right, let's do it. You guys ready? Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Put another log on the fire, Producer Randy. Family time. Don't you love it? Family time. I would consider you guys an extension of my family. Well, thank you. Thank you, co-host Eric. <laughs> yes. Yes. Producer Randy's looking a little dapper today. You guys see him? Yes. You, you go ahead. Go to the shot. Do it. Let's see it. Let's see it. Where's the we can hand see it in his eyes. Where's yeah. the hand clapping? We can yeah. see it we need in it. his We eyes. need it. Oh! <laughs> oh. That's, there's the hand clap. <laughs> <laughs> He said, I got okay. a mic, yeah. and I got a camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, stop with the cricket noises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He's looking great. Let's look at him again. All right. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't he look yeah. good? Yeah. yeah. Hey, do you yeah, see he his, looks good. <laughs> you see his, his sticker? Yes. He has a sticker. Kingdom Speak stickers now. Yeah. If you want to be like producer Randy, we could probably get you one of those stickers. Yes, we have lots of stickers. Actually, we can get you one of those whether you want to be like Randy or not. <laughs> Hey, ouch. Hey. We love you, Randy. Uh, yes. I see that. I feel the love. We love you. We do. If you haven't joined us yet, we are Kingdom Speak, reporting to you live from the frozen tundra of our studios. It's cold yeah. outside, guys. <whistles> I went on our some of our analytics yesterday, and I was flicking through places like Florida, <laughs> <laughs> realizing there's yeah. people that are listening to us down there right now. Yeah. Would you just go out? To the ocean and jump in for me. Oh, man. It should be required that as long as it is winter mm-hmm. in Canada, everybody that listens to us has to wear a sweater yep. while they're listening. Yep. Let's just yep. make that. Yeah. Sweater vests for everyone. Yep. Yep. <laughs> hey, we should make a Kingdom Speak sweater <laughs> and make everybody wear one oh. until we have to, you know. Until we, we take ours right. off. That's right. Okay. Which is like July. We put them back on in August. <laughs> whenever i travel around people ask well you know how, how long is your summer hmm. it's usually the day we play ball <laughs> yeah <laughs> we have a weekend barbecue and that's it yeah um how about i give you guys a review before we can get off into the so you know it's just us today if you're waiting for a big fancy guest Not he's happening. right here There he is. <laughs> There's a lot of crickets in this episode. Yeah. Boys, I'm liking this new camera. Yeah. 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 We can tell. Can you stop talking about it now, please? Yeah. I'm going to leave you a couple of reviews. Kingdom Speak reviews. Here we go. Five stars. It says, as we walk through life and grow in our relationship with God, it's vitally important hear and be a part of a conversation that contains content such as this. As I listen to this podcast from episode one, way to go. It's been a while. I've had several wow moments. This is not just two brethren talking about life. This is a resource to help in our walk with God. Oh, wow. Thank you for this amazing podcast. And thank wow. you for that awesome review. Who's that from? It says Caleb.morgan. Ah. Oh. Yeah, I know who that him. is. Hey, Caleb. Thank you, man. That's awesome. Uh, I'm going to give you another one. 
What's oh. better than one? There's two. Two. Oh, yeah. Another five-star review that says, my favorite podcast, hands down. Put your hands down, boys. This has quickly become my favorite podcast. Not only is the quality of production... I'm going to skip over that part. Well, <clears throat> the material Thank is incomparable. I've been challenged, encouraged, motivated. Back to the cameras. Here we go. <laughs> it is, as my dad would say, where the rubber meets the road. I like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And that's from Fish. Do you know Fish? No. <laughs> you seem to know everyone. <laughs> go Fish. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We love the reviews. Yes. We love them. And that's great. Keep them coming. Our right. algorithms are, uh, you know, the reviews help us. The ratings help us. Uh, the views help us. The shares help us. The content uh, comments. Yeah. So we love it. We love knowing that there's somebody else. Tell there somebody that, else about it. Yep. Yep. It's awesome. And don't awesome. mention the producer and the reviews, please. Thank you. Yeah. We actually do love Randy. It's yeah. A, it's a, yeah. It's a, mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. In a family. He's part of the family. Yeah, there's That's... there's all kinds of guys and girls. <clears throat> yep. And when you get everybody around the table at Christmas. It is what it is. It is. Family. You know? It's very That's, mo- That's very moving. Yeah. That's the best I could do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sound a little bit authentic? Yeah, you need to work the script. <laughs> yeah. Just a bit. Man, we're going to Mark. Mark. You want to talk about the family Chapter today? Chapter three. We're going to talk about the family today. Fascinating story there. Why don't, why don't you just read the, uh, yeah. to give us a little context. All right. So let's go to Mark 3.32. Uh, we're reading in the ESV. It says, And a crowd was sitting around him, and they said to him, Your mother and brothers are outside seeking you. And he answered them, Who are my mother and brothers? And looking about at those who sat around him, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of God, he is my brother and sister and mother. Yeah. The question Mm -hmm. that he was asking, who are my mother and my brother? All right. Is that because he didn't know? I don't think so. (laughs) I think that kind of fits... I had to. I'm not here to ask yeah. tough questions. Yeah, right? you are. You wow. are. Wow. You know, Somebody I think this is like the same type of question he would ask Adam. Where are you? For sure, right? It's it's more about you coming to the understanding of who you are and where you are versus him needing. So when he asks that question, everybody all of a sudden is wondering, "Am I considered one of the family?" Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I believe that's what he was after. Yeah. Is is setting the bar, mm-hmm. if you will, for that familial connection. Hmm. Um and he goes on to answer that and we will we'll talk about that more in a moment. But I, I don't think it is possible to overrate the fact that you are in the family of God. Hmm. That is a privilege mm-hmm. yeah. that um, I, I, don't, I don't think many times I don't think we even recognize the full scope 
of what that really means to be family with God. Something that probably is very easily misunderstood or, um, you know, the cliche of you don't know what you have till it's gone. But right, we do it in the natural right. world too, right? Where you, yep. you again, using the same storyline, but you sit around at Christmas and it's just normal for you to have your family there. and Right. Without understanding that there's people that don't do that. Exactly. And they would love to do it. Exactly. They're envious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that you are a son of God is a mm-hmm. big deal. Mm-hmm. First John, why, why don't we why don't we read that? First John You're three. not following the script. It's all right. Just Follow me. That out. Follow me. Behold yeah. what manner of love. Behold what manner of love. Mm-hmm. So in other words, he the the writer is trying to portray how much love does it take? It's it's a unique love that that the Father hath bestowed upon us. Yeah, that we should be called the sons of God. That we should be what called 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 the sons of God. You know, you know the angels don't share that. Mm. I believe the totality of creation itself. Okay, the Bible says that that creation groaneth. Why? Awaiting the manifestation of the sons of God. It is a big deal that God allowed you to be in the family of God. Yeah. 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 If you feel worthless and you feel like you've got nothing to contribute to the kingdom of God, you need to look in the mirror of the word of God and get a fresh understanding that you are worth Yeah. Right. Everything to him because you are a son of God. Yeah, I I go back to what we just said a few minutes ago. You, you can't oversimplify it, can you? You can't, you know, the, the whole to think that God would call you one of his sons. Exactly. Exactly. Why do you think why do you think there's not more prominence on that? You know, we we talk about the church, but, you know, obviously our church name, the Family Worship Center, we, there's a lot of priority placed on family. Right. But I think that's something that, you know, until you're, you're you know, you're saved and you experience true faith, uh, that you get that family connection and nothing else can fill that. Nothing. Nothing. Um, People crave it. Right. Right, and that's why it hurts so bad yeah. when family betrays. Yeah. Both naturally. Yeah, that's right. And spiritually, because they, they have access to areas of your emotions. Mm. That's right. That nobody else, yeah. nobody can hurt me like my family can. You're right. Right? And so uh, that's why when you read, when you read stuff, and we're going to get into this today, this is exactly what the text is saying. Mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. is sitting in the midst of a crowd. Mm-hmm. He has started his miraculous ministry. His mother comes, who, by the way, knows he's the son of God. The angel told her that. Yeah, a very vital piece of information. Right. <laughs> the Holy Ghost is going to overshadow you. Mm-hmm. 
And that which is born of this immaculate conception shall be the Son of God. Mary knew who he was. His brethren knew. But they grappled with the relationship that he had with Joseph, Mm -hmm. his earthly stepdad, if you will. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it confused the identity of who he really was, which was the Son of God. Mm -hmm. All right? So they struggled with that to the point that they begin even thinking, I I think he's I think he's slipping a cog. Yeah. Well, and and the Jewish nation, you know, looking at their the father Abraham, no doubt it created conflict in their minds. True. You know. Absolutely. Who do you want to be a son of? Absolutely. <laughs> right. Where where are you going back to for your identity? Right. Right. And so they that we we read in Mark that he's sitting in this building room crowded with people. Socially distanced. Yeah. <laughs> Masked followers. Uh. And they are they're hanging on every word that he's teaching. He's he performs the miraculous. He's teaching to them. And his natural family, meanwhile, while he's doing this. Are going. We 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 gotta we gotta go get Jesus. Hmm. Let's bring him back home, and for the sake of the family name, let's let's protect him and us. So they come to this building that is packed with people, and they send a messenger inside. They won't even go inside. <laughs> they send a messenger in to say, "Hey." Your mother and brothers, they're they're on the outside. Well, if they want me, come get me. Mm -hmm. Right? And Jesus asks a question at that moment because there is tension there. There's tension there. Oh, yeah. Definitely tension. Yeah, Between the natural family and the spiritual family. Mm -hmm. And I don't know of anybody that begins following God that doesn't feel that tension. Hmm. And he spins and looks at those nearest to him in contrast with those that are naturally closer to him but distanced from him. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And he says, I got a question to ask everybody that's right here with me right now, that's in this moment, that is raptured in the moment. Who is my mother? And my father, my brother, my sister. Who's my family? Mm. Who are they? Again, I I don't want to leave the insinuation that he just kicks his natural family to the curb and embraces the family of God to the exclusion of his natural family because that becomes self-evident when he's hanging on the cross. Oh, yeah. Agree. For sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't. I mean, some of his last instructions are take care of Ma. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's right. So we are not promoting a replacing of the natural family with the spiritual family. Mm-hmm. But there has to be a prioritization. He knew. He, he came. He came to bring a sword that would split natural families. Right. 
Well, and you could even... The gospel does it. You could even look at it from the standpoint of there will always be the outside voices, right, in our lives. You can well take, said. You can take the biology out of it. Well said. Even, even in a corporate world. Yeah. Not everybody understands really what your motives are, what your... Right. There are always those outside voices who you, you have to prioritize and say, yeah, okay, I thank you for that, but I'm focused on the people who are in the room with me right now. Exactly. Exactly. And when you're... And, and that identity mm. must trump natural... Mm. Uh, That's a word I haven't heard in a while. Yeah. Trump? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. I don't want to rub salt in the wound. Yeah. I was FaceTiming one of my American friends last night and it just brought it up. How are they doing? It's tender right now. Still Is tender. Yeah. Tender. These spiritual connections mm-hmm. that we have, it's imperative that they, here's the word again, mm-hmm. trump mm-hmm. the natural. Mm-hmm. And when the pull of the natural Mm-hmm. begins, as you so ably said, it comes to you outside of the setting of the family of God. Right. It doesn't want to join the family of God. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. This is the discipleship process for anybody who starts following God. Is the voices that want to pull you from the family of God are the voices that you must delineate, separate, That's right. That's right. and go... Here's the question that you've got. Every follower of Christ has got to answer this question. Who is my family? Right. Yeah. Right. Who, who Really, who is my family? Yeah. Again, not to slight the natural family. No. But if the natural family's objective is to pull you out of the family of okay. God, mm-hmm. then you have to take uh, inventory at that moment mm-hmm. and look around you at what God has placed you in. Angels desire to be in it. Creation Mm -hmm. groaned for the manifestation of the sons of God. A love that was unparalleled Mm. that we would be called the sons of God. I refuse to trade my relationship Mm. with the family of God for any natural relationship. Mm. And Jesus himself set that as an example. Who is my family? I think he's the ultimate example of it. Totally. Like you said, he he had an undeniable connection with his mother that he never, ever sacrificed. But yet, at times, it almost seems like he was being very confrontational. Right. <laughs> right. But right. in the end, like you say, in the end, he was looking out for her and saying, and she was there for him. Totally. You know. Totally. Absolutely. This is one of those things, and we've talked a lot about it in the last year, balance of, you know, striking, recognizing well, yeah. when you're off course and Every, when you're not. And, right. Because this can be taken so wrong both ways. Right. <laughs> because he says stuff like this. If you're going to follow me, you got to hate your father yeah. and your mother. you got to leave them. Let the dead bury yeah. the dead. Yeah, yeah, come on, man. It's just paw. Yeah. If you sound clip that, yeah. that's a pretty nasty Jesus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very but it's all prioritization. Mm. So I refuse mm. to leave the intimacy of mm. those gathered 
in the building, mm-hmm. within the family of God, mm-hmm. to the voices, the boundary, the peripheral voices that are saying, come outside, I want to talk to you. Yep. I'm going to stay in the family of God. That's right. It's a privilege to be in the family of God. Well, and look at it this way. Let's look at it this way. If you're in the family of God and Jesus is in the center of the room, it's quite refreshing to know that he won't leave. Right. You know, he's committed to the family. Sure he is. Right? He's sure committed he to us. Absolutely. If you're in the family of God. Right. You want to be glad that he didn't go chase some other family. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I think I think that there are um, every apostolic congregation, whether presently or in its history, has likely had someone that natural family stood between them mm. and spiritual family, and they chose God. Mm. And then every apostolic church has the stories mm. of those that could not resist the pull of the outside voice. Mm-hmm. And, and there's, there's, that's just, that's part of discipleship. Mm. Who is my family? So fortunately for us, the scripture doesn't end. Sometimes in scripture, yeah. there are questions and no answers. Right. We spend a lifetime trying to. What would have been said, right? You talked about that right. before. What would have been said? Thankfully, he answers the question, right? He does. And he clears up for us. He does. So back in Mark, looking about at those who sat around him, he said, here are my mother and my brothers. Right here. For whoever does the will of God, he is my brother and sister and mother. Whoever does does the will. The will of God. Not whoever knows the will. Uh, Well. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Whoever does the will of God. He goes on and, and, and gives examples of this. He who is a hearer is like a man mm-hmm. that builds his house on the sand. He that is a doer builds his house upon the rock. He that is a doer of the will of God is a brother to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's a sister to me. Mm-hmm. She's my mother. This is my family. And this really brings us to the, the the point of this podcast today. And that is this, that if we don't understand the value of being in the family of God, mm-hmm. then we can struggle with feeling insignificant mm-hmm. if we don't have a position in the kingdom of God. Yes, very true, very true. There is no higher calling than being a son of God. Hmm. The relationship that I, as the pastor of this church, have with Jesus Christ is not God and pastor. It is father and son. Yeah. It is a familial relationship that I have with Jesus Christ. Hmm. This is my family. Right. And so, because we promote, and I do, we need kingdom leaders. We need men of God. 
We need women of God. We need preachers. We need Bible study teachers. We need musicians, Sunday school leaders, outreach. We need all of it. But do you know what? We need every aspect of the family of God. Yeah, yeah. And so we get into, if we don't understand the eternal significance of being a son, Mm -hmm. then you can begin struggling with feeling worthless because you're not a preacher. Right. Or because the call that maybe you feel God has put on your life has not yet been realized. And I just want to speak directly to that individual. You, you'll never be worth anything more to God than this. You're his son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't. You can never do anything more for God to impress him any more than being his son. Very true. The fact that you are his son, will, that, that's, that's all that he wants. And if we're not careful, we think that our service to him trumps our relationship to him. And we get in positions and people strive for positions rather than relish in the fact I'm in the family of God. And here's the quandary of this. Here's the quandary. He that doeth the will of God is my family. And if you become so position driven that it pulls you into a position, are you? Oh, no. Buckle up. Buckle up. That is not the will of God. Right. You lose your family status. Now you have your position. But you're out of the family. But you're out of the family. Yeah. Hmm. How many times have we seen this where people strive for a position and backslide from a position? Because they allow the position that they so coveted, they allow that position to trump their relationship and they will sacrifice relationships horizontally mm-hmm. and vertically to get that position. Yeah. And then Jesus looks at them and goes, I understand you're uh, you're you're the music director now, but you're not my son anymore. Who are you? You know what comes to mind we were talking about this uh, probably a lot of our audience has read the book The Peter Principle. Yeah. Um, published in the 60s. I'm just going to read you the the Peter Principle summed up right here. So basically it says this. In a hierarchy, every employee tends to rise to his level of incompetence. Yeah, yeah. You know, if all you're focused on... Can't be said any better than that. It's a great book. It's a small little book, and the whole point of the book is to talk about that. Um... If all you're focused on is a position and not relationship, right? You'll destroy right. everyone around you and everyone will hate you. Right. Destroy yourself. <laughs> right. And yeah. then destroy yourself. Destroy right. Yourself, right. So they use an illustration in the book of, you know, a, a fellow in a corporation. Um, I think he's a janitor. And he's Yes. Right. Yes. They keep promoting him. People walk in the door every day, he greets them. Yep. You know, there's always an inspirational message on the whiteboard. He greets everyone. He doesn't, yep. the place is spotless. Everybody loves him. He hangs out with them at lunchtime and then they decide to promote him. And then they decide to promote him again because he's, 
And then he gets we'll to put him in the management position over all the other janitors. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then he's, before you know it, he gets fired for doing something stupid. Right. But if you'd have just kept him in his position. And I'm pretty sure that that applies to the kingdom of God. Where if we Absolutely. Don't, if we don't get out of our position minds. So we, we have, you guys know this, we have leadership classes. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not selective with who comes to those. No. I want whoever feels like they would like to do something for God. Come on. Yeah. And we continually uh, motivate, incentivize. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Mm-hmm. But here's the reality. Not everybody that desires the office of a bishop is going to get it. Right. Yeah. Nor is everyone who desires the office of a bishop qualified or is it the will of God yeah. for them to, to occupy that office. So at that moment, there comes at some point in their life, mm-hmm. there comes that face to face encounter with destiny. Mm-hmm. What I'm desiring mm-hmm. is not going to become a reality. And what potentially at those moments may add insult to injury yep. is that maybe someone close to them. Oh, yeah is stepping into positions, callings. That can hurt. Can it ever? Yeah. Listen, David was not the popular guy amongst his brethren. No, I mean, you go down the list, Joseph. Yeah. When you come out of a family, everybody knows everything about you. Right. Right. (laughs) They know how long you brush your teeth every morning, right? Right. Right. Which was what the deal was, even with Jesus. Exactly. Right. That's just Joseph's. I know he's from Nazareth, man. Oh, I can't even believe this kid. Right? And so when you have that moment that that you go, either either the timing is delayed, which does not mean that it's denied, but maybe the timing is delayed. Or maybe you're at a point in your life when you are coming to the realization, everything that I've desired, prayed about, felt like God had lined up for, for, for my life. It's just not going to become a reality. I want to speak to you right now. There is nothing more important than you remaining in the will of God. Cause if you remain in the will of God, mm-hmm. your family with Jesus Christ, and that cannot be stolen from you. There's no higher calling Oh, man, I'm telling you, there is no higher calling. What measure of love? How do you even identify a love that would allow Mm -hmm. us, us to be called the sons, called the sons of God, called the sons of God? Being called to preach does not trump being called to be a son of God. Being called to any aspect of ministry does not trump being called a son of God. You are an invaluable commodity. You're my brother. You're my sister. That is a revelation that you need to get when you're grappling with the other aspects of what you feel like God God had called you to be. You're still in the family. Don't pursue something. that. Listen, let, let me say it this way. Let me say it this way. Jesus again exemplifies this when he goes to the garden to pray. Yes. 
let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, not my will, whoever does the will of God is the family of God. That's my family. Not my will, but thine be done. And so he drinks the cup and he goes to Calvary. He ignores the uh, natural slash supernatural urge to call 12 legions of angels and just incinerate everybody that was opposing it, right? And he goes to Calvary. Why? Do you know what made Calvary the success that it was? It was that it was the will of God. That's right. The will of God. If, and and I hope this doesn't come across sacrimonious, but if Calvary, which it wasn't, so this is an extremely ridiculous hypothetical case, but if Calvary was not the will of God, then it would have been the biggest colossal failure in Christianity's history. Oh, my word, yeah. What made Calvary the success was that it was the will of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The hell that you go through, the trials that you face, the, the, the anguish that is associated with a call, whether it be to ministry, leadership, whatever, what makes that tolerable is that it's the will of God. But when you get into a position that ambition drove you to, Exactly. And you're not in the will of God. When hell starts breaking loose, it's not effective, right? Because it's not the will of God. And at that moment, you run the risk of losing your very core familial relationship with Jesus Christ and just walking out altogether. If we spend the majority of our life moping, about what we aren't instead of relishing in who we are mm-hmm. a son of God mm-hmm. then we will we will forever forever uh, I, I would venture to say run the risk of losing both who God called you to be and who you really are yep. as it relates to a son of God yeah you you lose what you wanted and you lose what you got <laughs> yeah and what you're supposed to be <laughs> right. you lose everything absolutely you literally destroy yourself chasing something. Absolutely. Oh, man. And this is not that, this, that, that, please, do not misinterpret what we're saying to say stop dreaming, stop praying. If God gave you a word and it hasn't come to pass, just throw it in and be happy to be a son of God. I'm not saying throwing it in, but I am saying be happy that you're a son oh, yeah. of God. Yeah. And don't let anybody intimidate you. I know what it's like as a young preacher to go, have people look at me and say, well, you're not pastoring yet? You're just assisting your dad? Just, you know, just. You're just assisting your dad? Why do you go evangelize? Why do you go, because it was the will of God for me to assist yeah. my dad. <laughs> and because it was the will of God, I didn't lose my sonship status. Oh, thank God. Right? Yeah. yeah. I didn't allow the pursuit yeah. of one calling to trump the calling that we all got, which is to be a son of God. I really want someone to be encouraged today. I don't care how good your best friend can preach. I don't care how big a church your best friend has. If you're in the will of God, that's right. Yeah, you're in the you're in the happy spot, brother. There's no promotion that can that can trump that. None. 
Just glad to be on the farm. Stay in the family, man. Right. right. That's what the prodigal, you know, he's eating, he's eating rotten corn and he says, man, the servants on the farm are doing better than I'm at. Absolutely. I'm just going to go home. Absolutely. But when you're there, you don't realize that. And interestingly enough, he was willing to come back mm-hmm. under the terms of a new relationship status <laughs> as a servant. And the father said, nah, yeah. ah, 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 ah. if you come back, you come back as a son. That's right. You're always a son. You come back as a son. If you're listening to this podcast and you have walked away from God, he doesn't have a position for you to fill when you come back. That's right. All right. You're going to be uh, out in the barn. Yep. No, no, no. You're a son. Yeah. Come on back home. Come on back home. I want to, as we're wrapping up, I want to just. Hey, before we do that. Yeah. I need to ask you if you're a subscriber. You like what you're hearing right now? Yeah. Yeah. I like what I'm hearing. I'm a subscriber. Yeah, me too. Full disclosure, I'm a subscriber. <laughs> I'm supposed to declare. Is this paid promotion? I'm supposed to declare conflict of interest, right? Every time yes. you speak in public yes. and yeah. yeah. Full disclosure, I am uh, a part of the team and I'm also a subscriber. Artificially inflating our numbers everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Leaving reviews. <laughs> now, seriously, if you want to if you want to uh, get more premium content, uh, jump over on our website kingdomspeak.ca. If you own .com, we want it, please. We're still shopping. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, we have this cool Kingdom Speaker Forum that uh, you can jump on and uh, chat with us about these kind of episodes. It's an opportunity kind of behind a password as well to, uh, if you have questions that you really don't want to get out in public, you want to chat more about these episodes, uh, this spot is for you. So jump on there. Um, There's all sorts of content. Uh, Some of our guests post on there as well. Uh, And yeah, it's a great spot to be. So jump on there. You can also get yourself one of these amazing uh, Kingdom Speak coffee mugs. And... uh, yeah, we like or it. Or a sticker. Or a sticker. <laughs> oh, yeah. just just one second. We've got a... We've oh, got it's a, been a while. It's been we've, a while. Yes. we've got an angle to go to here, and uh, how do you like it? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it looks great. <laughs> so, yeah, Kingdom Speak, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for your reviews. It makes a difference. Absolutely. Back to you, Pastor McKillop. So, we will never do anything for God that um, supersedes who we are to him. Hmm. What? Can I just say this? The Apostle Paul was always concerned that he would become a castaway. Yeah. So he had that realization somewhere that I'm doing all this stuff, and he probably had the understanding that he was doing things above average. Sure. But you still have that anchor that says, man, I don't want to do all this and then mess up. Exactly. Exactly. And I guess in all of our hanging the clouds out there, and I do it and I believe in it, Mm -hmm. I don't want any child of God to be left behind, so to speak. Yeah, exactly right. That, that, That you get to the place where you think if you don't have a position in the kingdom of God, you are inferior To the people that have a position. Do you think there's a celebrity culture that can creep in on us from from the culture we live in? Yeah. I I think we have to be careful of that. Okay, let me say it this way. So what what about the little little kid who's in the tribe of Benjamin that, that wakes up looking at the tabernacle 
all of his growing up years, I would love to work in the tabernacle. Man, wouldn't it be so awesome? Pretty cool. Okay, peers over the fence. I know I might be evangelizing this a bit, but, you know, he sees the glory. He sees the pillar. He sees, man, but I'm not of the tribe of Levi. To work in that capacity, you needed to be in the tribe of Levi, a son of Aaron. Now, is the kid not an Israelite? Mm -hmm. Come on. He's an Israelite. So at some point, somebody's going to pull the kid aside and say, it's okay that you're not a Levite. You are a Benjamite. Mm -hmm. You are from the tribe of Gad. You're of the tribe of Judah. You're a, whatever it is. There are unique areas of the promised land that are yours to dominate, to fulfill to take control of, and yes, I can understand, you wish you were born in the tribe of Levi so that you could work in that setting, mm -hmm. but guess what? If all of your life you just, I wish I was that, I wish I was that, and you don't understand that you can do exploits for God, mm -hmm. you can be like Gideon of mm -hmm. the tribe of Manasseh mm -hmm. who is who's struggling with fear, and God's view of him is, you're a mighty man, Gideon. And I've got a task for you. You do know he didn't go ask Aaron or his sons to do that. Mm -mm. Some of the greatest feats that we love preaching about and we draw inspiration from, not minimizing atonement, thank God for the tabernacle. But many of those are those Gideon moments, the moments where it's the guy coming out of obscurity. Yes, exactly right. Right? And he is the one that God gives the adversary dreams about because he is going to lead such a victorious conquest against the adversary. That, that can't be, Aaron's got his role. The, the sons of Aaron have their role. Right. Mm -hmm. But so doesn't. So doesn't Manasseh and Gad and Judah. And what you don't want is that little kid out of the tribe of Benjamin going, well, forget it. I'm not even an Israelite. If I can't be, yeah. if I can't be this, then I'm not even an Israelite. You cash in all the promises. And you walk away from the family mm. altogether because you push your way to the point. It's not the will of God. I'm sorry. It's, it's, just, it's just not. And so this tension between position and relationship Mm -hmm. is where many of us live our lives and we go through seasons of gratitude, seasons of frustration, mm -hmm. seasons of, but there needs to be a foundation and this is the whole purpose mm -hmm. of this episode. Everything needs to be built on the foundation of the fact that you are the family of God. You're the family of God. So what could my son at 13 years of age do yeah. or become that would make him mean anything more to me than the fact that he's my son. Yeah. I may be proud of what he does. I may be impressed with what he does, but I'm going to love him for who he is regardless of what he does. And, and he'll always be your son. He will always. He will always. It's written in stone, right? There, I, I would... I don't care if some young fella comes in that is the, that's, that's yeah. a Fortune 500 CEO on the rise and... I ain't going to love that dude. Not nearly as much as I love my boy. Mm -hmm. 
because that boy means something to me by reason of our family connection. And so I think I think it's important that we talk about this position, the purpose behind every position in the kingdom of God is for one objective, to support the family. Hmm. Position must serve relationship. Mm-hmm. Not relationship serve position. Position must serve family, not family serve position. This church that I'm privileged to pastor, they don't serve me. I am their servant. If we're not careful, back to what you said, Mm. there can almost become a celebrity culture based on the position you have within the kingdom of God that the family of God is there to serve our position. That is absolutely upside down. That's what it's like in this worldly kingdom. But in the kingdom of God, this is some kingdom speak right here. Mm-hmm. In the kingdom of God, it's upside down. It is, yeah. The, 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 um, oh, what's the word? The, 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 no- oh, I can't your average that. folks, just your street level commoners. There we go. Yep. Your commoners mm-hmm. serve the dignitaries and the royalty and the, right? Yes. Right. It's not the other way around. You don't find the queen of England down on the street serving soup at the soup kitchen. No, not normally. With the, no. With the peasants. Right. <laughs> okay. But that's how royalty is in a natural kingdom. But in a spiritual kingdom, those in position serve the family. Absolutely right. Joseph. I've given you a dream that's going to take you from pit to palace. The objective, though, is that I am sending you ahead because I know there's a famine coming, so I'm putting you in the position for the preservation of the family. Mm. And so if the position that I'm putting you in, Joseph, robs you of your familial relationships, then the position becomes fruitless. There's no point to it. I'm not sending you down there to help Pharaoh. I'm sending you down there ahead of your brethren. Can I read you a scripture? Yes. I read this in my daily reading this week, Mark 10. So Jesus is talking about the cup I'm going to drink. Of course, the disciples were you know, quibbling about who is going to be the greatest <laughs> position, yes. positional talk. Yes. No ambition there whatsoever. We're None. not, we're not exempt from it. Right. It's our creatures love the hierarchy, right? You want to be the guy right. at the top of the hill, beating everybody else down. Right. <laughs> right. So the 10 began to be indignant at James and John, right? Cause they had their specific requests. Jesus called to them and said, you know, that those, that are considered rulers of the Gentiles, lord it over them. In other words, it's by force. (laughs) Yes. And their great ones exercise authority over them. Yes. But it shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant. Yes. And whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. The son. <laughs> the son. 
servant. Right. Right. Relationship. I, I've, I've seen this. I've seen men get the position they've chased all of their life. They have lost relationships all around them oh, to get man. that. And then when they get there, it's not what they thought. Maybe it's not the will of God. Just let that sink in yeah. for a minute. <laughs> the lonely spot. You're you're in the position, but is it the will of God? How did John the Baptist feel? Think about this. We get competition that settles in in ministry. This guy's church is bigger than this one. This one's more effective than this one. This one has more influence than this one. This guy's just having church in a storefront. This guy's building a million-dollar building. This guy's... Okay? And we do it all, and we're in building programs, and we're trying to be the best that we can be. Mm -hmm. But our pursuit of being the best that we can be must not pull us out of the will of God. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine? We cannot allow... Brethren, we cannot allow competition to settle in. Can you imagine how John the Baptist must have felt when Jesus' ministry took center stage? And three to three and a half years afterwards, mm. he's done, boy, and he's in jail. Blessed is he that is not offended in me. At that moment, it was not his position that pulled him through. It was his relationship that pulled him through. You're right. So... We cannot be so position-driven that we are willing to trade. He that doeth the will of God is my family. We must never trade in family status for positional status and hierarchy. We must never do it. I like how this discussion has evolved. You know, we started talking about relationships with families, you know, people problems. It really goes beyond that to your own internal struggle of what's my position and what am I chasing versus am I content to be in the family? Right. And if we all worried about that, right. a lot of the people problems go away. Absolutely. About at the start. Right? And, and really, if, 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 if we're going to be honest, in total transparency, it's we want the recognition. We yeah. think, yeah. we really do think that there's a step up from being a son. Yes, yes, yes. We really think that running the sound will make us worth more to God. Yeah. That being the head usher yeah. will make us worth more to God. Being the youth pastor. Mm-hmm. Go, being able to go full-time in ministry. Yeah. Being, right? Yeah. And boy, there will always be those voices, always will be those voices that will come outside of the intimate setting that you're in and yep. say, come on out. Exactly. There's a ministry waiting for you out here. That's right. There's a church waiting for you out here. There's a group of people. I had here. people yeah. tell me that. <laughs> yeah. I had people yeah. tell me that your dad will never turn that church over to you. He's going to pastor that forever. Go do this. Go do that. Listen, yep. when you find the will of God, yep. it's the sweetest place to be. The wow. sweetest place to be. Follow Jesus. So there's there's a story of the demoniac of Gadara. And uh, he said, 
I'm now clothed. I'm in my right mind. I'm delivered. Oh, this is the part we don't talk about. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> likes the point from naked to clothed. Yeah, we like the pigs flying. <laughs> yeah. Everybody likes that part. Oh, yeah. My name is Legion. Yeah, yeah we, all, we all preach that part. Don't stop. You do know how th- this, is, this is my personal, um, without literal scriptural proof. Mm. This is, this is my, my opinion. This guy never regressed back into the area of demonic influence in his life. Mm. Never. God brought him from demonic possession to sonship. So you're pretty confident. I am confident in this. Why, Be- Pastor McKillop? <laughs> because Jesus looked at him when that, can you imagine why? Why would you not want to follow this guy? You've not been able to control yourself, been running naked in the tombs, and Jesus comes by, delivers you, sets you free. Wouldn't you want to follow him? Mm. And as Jesus is getting ready to leave, he says, I I want to go with you. I want to stay with you. Yeah. I want to follow you. I want to be in this entourage. Right. Yeah. Right. Jesus said, "Ah," and he did not permit him. He said, rather, you need to stay here and speak to your family evangelize your family. And he got offended. He got offended. Yep. And ran back to the cave. He did. (laughs) Stripped his clothes all off. (laughs) I'm done. Devil came back seven times worse. You know why I believe he never did? It's because submission is the key. You don't, you don't, you don't live triumphant over satanic possession and influence by just resisting the devil. You do it by submitting to God, resisting the devil, and he will flee from you. And that is why I believe his willingness to submit is the grounds by which we can say he never struggled with a relapse. He died a son of God. And that's the part of the scripture that says everyone marveled. Yes. That's where it happened. Yes. That's like, wow. So his desire was to stay with Jesus in that entourage Jesus' will for him was to stay there. So now you've got that question that really comes down to to, to every one of us. Everyone. You're every one of so us. So true, bro. If you want to stay in the family, would you rather follow him or stay in the family of God? Would you rather eat with him or would you rather stay in the will of God? Mm. The will of God is that you stay here and you evangelize your family. And if you do, while you're evangelizing your family, you're going to stay in the family.